So, what, one of the things that's become, unfortunately, very much part of society is um, things that are very, we never spoke about growing up, and things we weren't exposed to growing up. Things as uh, changing genders, things as uh, same gender um, marriages, etc. And we have children who are exposed to this on, on all different ages, all different times, and they certainly hear about such concepts. So I think a number of things. Number one, is this something that we should be talking about um, with our children from any age, from certain ages, talking about them, explaining to them, dealing with them? How, how would the Shiva recommend that? I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I, I guess, a mice of the D have over the sort of, a person that was a very big influence in my life, a, a demus of a rav, was Rabbi Zedel Epstein's Kedivrach. I was there in my later years because Rabbi Zedel Epstein, but in, in growing up, Rabbi Zedel Epstein... Enikol, say it. Who? You're an Enikol Zedel? What's your name? Samuel. Your father's name? Mayor. So Mayor's the youngest one. No, David is the youngest one. David's the youngest one. Mayor learned to Panovich. I brought him a few ties when I came to Tisro, so he still owes me one. <laughs> you're, 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 I can go by. <laughs> 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 right? He knows where they sell ties. I think that's why your grandfather went out of his way. I, he, he picked out the ties like like a like a good would pick out Esraig Hadassim. So he was Adam Gadlbiyasa. He was an extraordinary person the way he combined. Um, he, he was a Kaddish and Tahar, big Bal Musa, very wise and thought out and very practical. Very, very really the things go together the way they went together by him. And the older I got, the more I realized. So I went to a school that was, it was called AJJ. It was the old AJJ. And um, it was, today, this a brie like that doesn't exist. It was a halfway house between MTA and Tervadas. We called ourselves more to the right of MTA, more to the left of us. It was an interesting place, whatever it had or something. And one of the things that was unusual was the gap between the Hebrew department and the English department. The English department was, it, it wasn't, one was not beholden to the other, it was like two different departments. The people in the English department were totally not from, and some were really lahachis. The Hebrew department was So at that time, I don't remember if it was birth control or abortion was a topic. Birth control, for some reason, was a topic. I, I, know, they, about, I, I know exactly what it was, but this is... So they discussed it in class, and I went over um, to, during the Spanish, I went over to the Zedel, and I asked him, what does what the Torah say about birth control? So he asked me, it's the Misa? So <laughs> he had a dry sense of humor. He had a dry sense of humor. So I said, no, I said, the teachers spoke with that passing a law, whatever it is, and they want to know. So he sat with me, and he went through it point by point. 
the rhythm method, this method, that, and the whole thing in a very matter-of-fact way. And, you know, they explain to me what's mutter, what's also, what's the problems. And so, Abishas Maisa, it sounds, it was kind of normal. I, you know, yeah. And when I later reflected, it was, it was certainly something that he would not have done normally. But he took a look and said, he's going to class, they're talking about it. This is part of the topic. And if he doesn't tell me, then, then if he doesn't explain it to me, I'm going to know it in the worst way possible. And he explained it to me very matter-of-fact, very the same way like in a science class, you explain anatomy. You have to ask yourself, so if a kid is growing up in, in, uh, in um, Lakewood, or Lakewood's not a good marshal anymore today, it's a Fallsburg, and, 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 it's, and it's very insulated. Should I expose the child to things like that? Good question. But if a child grows up in a environment, we'll talk about it, we have to speak about it. And we have to speak about it. And so, first of all, it's 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 What type of, of without getting political, what type of vaccines are recommended? There are like a thousand things you can vaccinate against. So, if you're going to Africa, you you take a yellow fever vaccine. If you live in America, it's not relevant. So, you don't take this, the the whatever small risk there is with the with the with the with the yellow fever. What's the point of it? You, you ask yourself, what am I likely to be exposed to? And, and that's what I work on. So you have to make a cheshma, a child growing up in that environment, what are, what's normal for him to be exposed, and then to give it to him in a healthy way, in a good way. I, I, and, and I want to segue to a point. I think the worst way to explain it to a child is these people are terrible people, ta'evim, perverts, lowlifes, like the, the southern Bible thumping, you know, this and that. I think it's the worst way to give it up to a child. First of all, you arouse curiosity. And the more terrible it is, the more he's itching to understand and to see and so on. I was a, I was a child once. You were children once. We all can relate. The movies, you're not allowed to see what the ones you first went to see. That was, that's the Kal Gadol. Two, it's wrong. The reason why we think it's so asa is, the Rama says, because it's so asa. That's why. It, it does not have to, because what happens is, the day a child feels in himself some arousal, then if it's something that's normal and you can deal with it and talk about it, he'll reach out, he'll look for help, whatever it is. If you tell a child that the first time he, he, he saw a girl and he thought about her, he's needing forever to Gehenna, so then he's, he'll say to himself, once I'm going to Gehenna, I might as well enjoy a lot more than just looking at her. That, that's that's the Metzias. And we do a terrible disservice when we say a fire brimstone schmooze about any particular Yitzhahara. We have to say to ourselves, it's a big Isser, and therefore we have to have to deal with it. it it's just true about from A to Z. There are many, and Ishes is, is a perfectly normal Yitzhahara. Uh, 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 Anida is a perfectly normal Yitzhahara. Panuya is a perfectly normal Yitzhahara. There are many normal Yitzharas that are still also Karis, Skila, Hanek. And so on. So, so even explaining, people have Yitzharis. We deal with Yitzharis by learning how to live Biktusha and 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 so on and so forth. So, if the environment is an environment where um, it's common enough that the child will hear about it, you do much better preempt it. Um, and you can say when the if the Torah, let's put this: if the Torah acid Mishkav Zacher, it means that it's a harfit 
it's common enough, and it's going to be. If the Torah didn't ask us something that's Hulksul Mashiachsa, Torah asked something that's dear. And the Torah understood people have such inclination, and the Torah said, it's wrong, it's usur, and therefore we have to deal and cope with it. I think that that's a much healthier approach, much and 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 more approach. If the child lives in that environment, I, I, again, a child who's in an environment—it's all speaking about evolution. So, if a child grows up in a place where no one's ever going to talk about it, and it's not his world, so the argument is why introduce him to problems that that he has never going to face. If he, if he's going, if he's a type of boy that's going to go through a normal high school and possibly college, if you're not going to talk about it, you're just shoving a problem down the pike and therefore I, I believe in, in, in it confronted in a, in, a, in a sensible way in a normal way fire and brimstone is not helpful proactively or only if the kid inquires proactive because if, if it's going to happen then at the right time and place so when, when the Rebbe is learning it you, you're learning Chumash so at a certain age you don't touch it at a certain age you touch it and, and, then, and then you explain it What's wrong with explaining? And I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. If it's a world where he's going to read the paper and and and, uh, and the, the Knesset, the speaker of the Knesset, intro, you know, you know, spoke. He wanted to thank Hakadosh Baruch and thank his male partner. You know, the, for the, and he spoke in the Knesset. So at some point, it's it's prevalent enough that if the child is also so fine, you know, cage like everything else. When you take a, a, when you want to speak to children about kedusha. You don't wait for him to have hang-ups. You want to confront it and speak about it and 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 explain it. That's part of chinuch that we're we're teaching, we're explaining, and 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 so on. In one of the areas, I guess, in a very different area, why I feel it's a big problem is when we want to speak about honesty and integrity to our children. So when a person when a person is in a yeshiva environment, so honesty means not stealing money from the from the vending machine, not shaking the vending machine until the until, until it comes out. That's as far as it goes. But but real life has some real nationos, and we're never exposed to it. So a yeshiva bar that falls into a business environment is is stunned, and then everybody does it. Um, if I don't do it, I'm not going to make it. And no one said anything about it. And you put him into, but the question is, when do you raise that issue with a child? It's in the yeshiva setting, it's not yet his world. There, there, are, there should be times when a person is, 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 is in kolo and, and he's thinking of moving on that he should understand, should understand what are the different gray areas, what are the red lines, you know, and what are the practical solutions. All of these are things that, that you have to educate before. Yes? Can you introduce yourself? I, I, I would like. Shimon Groner. Groner. You're saying Groner Israeli? Israeli? Or no, you're saying. What? You're Groner American Groner? No. It's Israeli Groner. Groner, Israeli? Okay. okay. <laughs> <coughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I understand what you said, but the, the, the culture has really changed for. A generation or two ago, because there are no more stigmas. So uh, the, the member of the Knesset who, who said he's a speaker of the Knesset, by the way, speaker of Knesset, who has a, a, a male partner. A few years, a few generations ago, we wouldn't know about this. I mean, it would be a shame to say that. It's true. I mean, the, the Torah asks it because it, it, it exists, and 
women especially these days are taught that they have power, they have the power. And so they have no compunction, there's no shame in becoming pregnant in any way that you want to, because I can. And if I can't become pregnant, I go to a laboratory and get an in vitro, and there's an awful lot of science. So the discussion is much more complex than I don't, you know, I, don't, I don't know how you would talk to, to your son or daughter about it, but it's much more complex. 100%, but that doesn't pater us from talking no. about it. And, and the same because we, 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 what happens is we do ourselves a disservice. We think that by ignoring it, it'll go away. So if a child is willing to, we, have to, we do have to struggle to find a way to speak about it and to explain, to, to give the context beforehand that will be appropriate for him. Speak up, man. Yeah, Dorshiva yeah, mentioned not to like say like these people are inside and say it in a bad way. So how do we say it? But you shouldn't be too objective. So how do you? Like, so the, so let me give you something else that doesn't carry so much emotional charge. Uh -huh. You dominate a shul. So when I was well, I'd say when I was young, but I mean there was a time and a place where if a, if a guy drove up with his car to shul, you stoned him. Or, or, or you call them shagits or whatever it is. Today, we're Makarif and people will drive up close to the shul and so on. What, how do you explain to your child? Do I tell them this guy deserves skill and so on and so forth? Um, it, it, that's one approach. One approach is we love and accept everybody, in which case you sort of, um, you sort of fudge Emmis and Shekhar. Both, both, of the, both of those two approaches are very problematic. You have to be able to say, you know what? Baruch Hashem, we have Torah, and we know what's right and what's wrong. And Chal Shabbos is terrible. A lot of people don't know. It's our job to slowly bring them to understand why it is. That's the, that's the only thing that could work. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I want to tell you that it becomes one of the, one of the uh, in, in this topic, Something that's become really difficult is the following situation. Somebody's, it's, I've been asked this child two or three times, not for people actually in the community, but people that I know, they're making a bar mitzvah. They have an aunt who's married to a woman, and she says, the only way I'll come is if I'm invited as Mrs. and Mrs. So, no, who can invite you? His mother calls. She's a Balachuva. He's a Balachuva, so the parents are not from. She says, if my sister's not coming or her spouse, I'm not coming, your, grandfather, your father's not coming, and no one else in the family is coming. Those are horrendous situations. Um, and you have to be able to explain to a child that I just, I, I want to share something personal. My mother's family, my mother's father was in Poland, he was killed in the war. None of the kids were from, except my mother's, I don't want to say from. The four that survived, I think 14 kids, they were communist, socialist, Bundist, and everything. When I was young, I, I cringed. You know, I, I hated getting together because they would say all sorts of things. I got older, I took it in stride. I was able to put my hand around them and say, Uncle, things are not as bad as you make it. No, I, 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 I felt that I was, I, was, I was fine with it. But when I was young, and once I asked one of my um, one of my uncles, he, he lived in Brazil, so I saw him rarely. Something about a member of the family that I heard that that particular person was a difficult person. 
And he thought a few minutes, and he said, he wasn't difficult, the times were difficult. And I, I, you know, it gave me a certain framework for understanding the person. It was a very difficult kufa, that's the way things work. And you can't judge the person based on how things are today. You have to be able to find that way to separate the person from the actions. <coughs> this is absolutely wrong. People grow up without Torah values or very watered down Torah values. They accept what society says as given and that becomes the values. And we have to, it's our job to slowly explain to these people what the MS is and what Torah is. I think that that's, I think that's the emiss, and, and, and just have to be able to, to, to find the right words and the right setting to explain it. I don't know if the person group us, sometimes you have these people that anytime you are around them, they let everybody else know, oh, so-and-so is with me, and that means that there's a shtemple, there's a hefshah already because he's with me. So you're trying to have a with this person, you're not saying what you're doing is right, or trying to maybe tell him what he's doing is wrong, still showing out with but you know that anytime you're around this guy, he's going to take a picture and post it on your class chat or whatever. See, again, you have to use your judgment and, and say, you know, when you're affirming, that's why to go to a celebration where, where you're affirming a status by, just by inviting, you know, Mr. 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 these things, that I think is, is, is absolutely wrong. It's like it's awesome. But if the person is seeing a picture of you and them, you have to use a seichel and get a sense of... of, of, of at what point is it really seen as being affirming, and at what point is it, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard call. There was a Ma'ayda you see a balance, the Chavetz Chaim was once talking to somebody. It's brought in, it's brought in his son's, son's memoirs. He was talking to somebody, and this person mentioned it from a certain town, they were talking. And then he said that the Rav is away for a few weeks. And the Chavetz Chaim turned to his Shamis and said, We're going there immediately. And he went there, and he spoke about a certain Indian very strongly that he felt needed to take him. And he, he explained afterwards, I don't remember the detail, but I, I remember what he, he said. He had very strong feelings about that Rav in the town over there. He, 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 he did not like the Rav. On the other hand, so to go to the town and give him covet is wrong because he's affirming this person. To go to the town and disrespect him is also wrong. So he stayed away. As soon as he heard that Rav was out of town, he ran and, and, and spoke about whatever topic that he wanted to, to speak over there. So you have to use your judgment and get a sense of when is it being mentioned to a person and when is it seen and being, and being construed as, as being that. There's no, uh, no clear cloud. Yes? Was there any uh, the Also, is that I'll, I'll quote you something I, my Rebbe Moshe Pierce said a long time ago. Um, it, it, they asked him the following Shaila. The person who asked him the Shaila told this to me. There was a child in a family that was broken, and the question was where she lived. So the mother was no longer from, and also there were emotional issues. The father was. Room, um, no, emotionally healthy, living with a man, married to a man. So the word from was a little bit. So yes, yes, much which 
And Moshe said, even Reb Chaim Moshe didn't pass the shilas like this. We need to recognize and how difficult. So, because people need to live in a world where they're employed, where they follow regulations, so on and so forth, as long as you can construe something. So, for instance, whatever person wants to be called, if somebody tells me the name is Jack or, or, or Jacqueline, if they tell me their name is, they want to call Mr., Mrs., they, them, whatever it is, you, you tell me you, how to address you. If you want me to address you, it's your excellency. If that's your particular guest, I'll do that. And if it's company policy, then, then it's, their, it's their letterhead. Something that you can attribute to a, something else, we need the coolest. I, you know, I, on a specific thing, you can ask a specific Paisik. I spoke about asking two Paisikim. That was the topic that they did today in, in today's Yomiyun. This was last week's. Today's Yomiyun was, was shopping for a hetter. But I, I would say I can push it as long as I can construe it. When someone comes and tells me, I want you to call me like this and that, it's his prerogative, whatever you call me. I, it's, not, it's not my statement, it's his statement. Or her, or, or I know their statement, or them statement, I don't know what it is. But, um, but the, the uh, there's someone told me, there's a, a kahila here, about uh, I don't know, five miles away from here, a small Jewish kahila. The Rav is extremely left wing, he's a Chovei Rav, and uh, you know. So somebody's there for Shabbos, so he told me you know, some of the things that they do that they, they you know, push a bit down, well, fine. But then he said that they had a mitzvah. What does that mean? He said, well, the, 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 the young person would not identify as either a bar or a bas, so they called it a mitzvah. <laughs> so I said, that's interesting. I said, I would have, I, w- I would give a different title. I would call it an Avera. <laughs> so, you know, like, that would probably be a lot more, you know, it, it would be a lot more appropriate. But, but I was saying, so, so if you can be toilet, yeah, we have to be realistic. You can't have, a, a, if, if it's halakhli, it's mutter, and people work for corporations, it's becoming normal. So this becomes the norm. So as long as, as we can, uh, as long as we can stretch it to mean it's what the other person says, it's company policy. You know, and, and it's always good if you can insert it as our company's policies are, we do X, Y, and Z. So it's Bishay Mumrai. Here it's a mitzvah saying Bishay Mumrai. So fine. So, what? <laughs> Right flag, and then we'll get some companies like that. And it's probably not them. And they know if they fall back, they would lose. So again, so you say, you know, as our, as 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 the you know, as per regular. It's one of the things we have over here for the for the for the um, for the yeshiva. And this is this we got from the Israel. Um, Maryland has a lot of rules and regulations. They're very liberal, and we wrote as per the rules and regulations, we cannot. Uh, um, we cannot discriminate X, Y, and Z. So, at least we're saying, you know, this is what they said. It's not our statement. It's it's a statement, you know, as per government regulation, this is number. We we do not this and that. It's, it's, it's an attribute. So, I mean, there are always two issues. There's a practical issue, and then there's the issue of, of affirming something that's wrong. It's Hanufa, It's awesome, and it's a big issue. So, so as long as you can put into somebody else's mouth somehow, you know. As per you know the, uh, the industry's stance, you know on this and that, we we you know something about it. I I I know the exact details. What? Yeah. Disclaimer of some sort. Yeah, yeah, but uh, in a chachmatic way. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it says when like whenever Yosef said Hey Paro, when he sworn the name of Paro, it's a. Uh, 
there, there's a there's a story Rabbi Barilan has his his memoirs. So he writes a story. He calls it like the Jews' revenge. Like Jews were very oppressed. They could they could only do they can only get a little bit of revenge by using chachma. So he says one day in his town in in, in Belgium, or wherever it was, the 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 notice came that the czar was uh, Nicholas was was uh, um, sick, very very sick. And it was expected they would call a Yom Tefillah. Okay, so they called a Yom Tefillah for, for the Tsar. And uh, Nicholas, and, and, the, and the Rav spoke. It was like a very important event. And the Rav spoke. And all the notables came, the, the, the Russian notables came to listen, the governor and others. And the Rav said, And he says, it says in the Pasuk, that Alakim leben melech chazdecha tein um, it says for the Ben Melech you should give you Chesed and for the Melech the Mishpat it says why two different phrases this is Chesed so he said when we think about the prince about the crown prince of Ben Melech we, we assume and we're sure that he's a very good person but we can't be 100% certain so there we plead from HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chesed the Zah the great Zah we know about him we don't need this for chesed. Give him mishpat, whatever he deserves, give him. And, and everybody, and all the notables were nodding. Ah, what a good such about the hair. They said everybody kept their smiles inside. They knew they couldn't laugh out loud, but he said that was like the revenge of, like that's the, the revenge of. So l- learning to play with the language is a reason, you know, like, Anoichi, you know, you know, like, what do we have to do to survive? Okay. Today that we're here, we're learning, but on a regular day, you know, we're at work, 9 to 5, um, maybe learning before, learning after, we know that that's where we're supposed to be, but how do we, how do we get through the day knowing that, you know, that we're fulfilling some of our tachlis being there? There's a whole safer that I get. I want to tell you. Any practical... I want to tell you, these, these type of responses have moved me time and again. I, I really, you know, there's something, Ashrechem, Chaisol, you know, that people really... It's, this is on people's minds. I, I, I want to tell you something that has moved me tremendously personally. Um, so there's some suggestions that I'd suggested making an occasional, you know, like finding a five-minute spot during the day when you learn something, a mission or something, a kavodika five-minute spot. So there's a sense that, you, you know, you still have the thread. That's a type of thing I keep person. And I think also learning to make a positive cheshman nefesh occasionally you know, it's one thing when a person thinks he's a tzaddik, our cheshman nefesh is to find out deficiencies. When we're struggling with so much on our plate, and to be able to sit down and say, Baruch Hashem, what we have done is, is as important as what we're missing. And, and a person makes, how many, how many brachas do we make? How many yishmi rabbis? How much learning do we do? How many times, how much chinuch, how much are we there to provide for our wives and kids? We work really hard so that basically the bulk of our earnings go for kids to go to yeshivas, to go to Israel, for daughters to grow up in, in schools, go to seminary, and go this. That's what I'm doing. So, so to, 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 to reinforce yourself time and again, this is my, my bets and what I'm doing is if, if, if I didn't have children, didn't need to educate them, and, and, and lived like, like, like a guy, I could, I, could, I could live a life stress-free, five times as much stuff on my plate. But Baruch Hashem, I'm doing it because this is right. This is my nachas. So 
I think being mechazik is for the good chesed, for the past chesed is very important. You know, it's it's unless we find true and it's true value. It's something that there was. Um, it, 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 I mean, f- f- being able to see all the mitzvahs we have on our plate every day, and 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 feeling good about it, you know, is is something that I think is 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 the best chizik we can have. Sort of connecting the two topics a little. Um, so we talked about things that we can say to our children, or but Lamashla um, at work. I remember when I first started at my company 11 years ago I heard about a co-worker who who uh, was living with his girlfriend and to me that was like shocking and, and of course since then things have progressed very much and things aren't as shocking how, how do we sort of cope or, 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 or sort of deal with how normalized things have become um, and, and, and in one sense it, it sort of ma- makes us feel less sensitive towards it desensitizes towards it to us, um, and yet still maintain a certain the, the proper ashkafa. It's hard for everybody. It's, it's you know, the, 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 like you said. I mean, so I'm Sydney Shiva all day, but I still know what goes on, and and you know, and and this has become things that you wouldn't think of a while back, and people are facing the problems and issues, and again and again and again and again, it it, it, it is a tendency to to jade everybody. It, occasional times. Islands of you know this is emis this is good um, are important. That's why things like a day like today when you come to Shiva, I know people who go there to show off for a week, like to the Mir. Uh, there are now there's a group that just went to Lakewood for two days. At least it restores a certain sense of this is emis. And there's a famous there's a breast of a story, the really beautiful Marshall. He says there was once uh, this. There was a king, and the Starseers saw that the next year, the whole everybody in the kingdom would become crazy. So I, I read a, a historical footnote that there was there were fungus infections on rye, which was the staple that would create hallucinations. It was like some sort of drug of some sort, and it happened occasionally. People would so yeah. The, the kids are sort of the wise men got together and they said we're going to make a storehouse with 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 um, grain just for the king and the king will will. Then they they thought about it, they said no it's not a good mahalach because a normal king can't rule over a crazy country. <laughs> so I guess we care about It's a has to be the. So they said no he'll eat a grain of us and become as crazy. But we'll make a special ring, and on the ring it will say, "Remember, you are crazy." That, that, that I myself should know that this is not normal. A person functions within an environment, and and we, we we're not going to be radically different. But we have occasional islands when you know, like Roshani and Kippur. But you have other times where people take off time, and they can be in a place where it's different. You, 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 you isolate yourself a bit and, and you look at a world that should be and you say to yourself this is the way it should be you know, so at least it's helpful in, in retaining your sense of a, of a marker of what it should be I remember Reb Steyman was here once, he spoke here and I introduced him in English obviously I mean, so I could say a little more than he wouldn't have been very but I said that 
it says in, in the Gemara in Halacha that Bezin would send around people to calibrate the weights and measures of the communities. So I said, this is calibrating the weights and measures of the community. And I also said over, again, he wasn't, he didn't understand, so I could, I could say a little more because he didn't like it very much. Yes. When, um, I, the Sfasemis was a young boy when the Chidush Rim took him twice to see the Kotzka. He was so young that even for the Sfasemis, everyone around him felt there was no point in it, and it was a very hard journey. It was cold and long and so on. And someone asked the Chidush Rim, his family asked him, why are you schlepping the poor kid? He was a Yasim. What are you schlepping him for? He's not the, you know, he said, I want him to have seen a yid of Emes at least once in his life. In German, Yiddish means true, genuine. If you see once the genuine article, so at least, it, at least you know that the other stuff is off, you know, and, and that's yes, it's sensitivity we all need to, to, to keep. Where is to bring that home? Sorry. So first of all, making things for women is important. Is very important. Yes, they should. They they need to calibrate. And, and get some vows. Creating programs would be important. And, you know, there are technical issues, but, but I, I, I mean, yes, I think it's very important. It was one of the problems when, when we didn't have Bisiaka movement. The men were were, were learning from Chassidish and the girls and nothing. They, they sh- there should be things in their ways, that, that an environment where things well, are the way it should be. Why? I, I know. I think coming up with, with something where there could be an occasional day of getting together, and the men will have to watch the kids, and you know, and, and do some other things. But I'm saying it's important to have these things. It, it's it's not the same. Like that, I, I mean, coming down, coming down to a base. What? <laughs> you think they're fine? You think they're perfect? <laughs> I mean, I didn't only mean like healthcare, but let's take an example. You know, I remember in the United when they had the, they have like carpenters, where he really puts his heart and shaman something should be done well. There's a certain pride, a natural pride in doing something well. <coughs> and, and people, are, you know, most things, even, even something like development, real estate or something like that. I, I mean, a person takes a, a, a junkyard. And this and and figures out that this could be a good place to put down and felt and then and he, and, he, and 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 he does it and he does his job well. So this, that's Isaac Shurola. We live in houses because somebody got money, got investors, got builders, and if he built good housing, people are netted from it. If he built schlock, people are suffer from it. 
so, so everything a person does is certain. How far a person get in a career, that's, that's a very, it, it's, it's, a, it's an up-in-the-air issue. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll share something that Rabbi Hafa um, said. There was a, a, a Yomi Yun, Halacha Yomi Yun in Baltimore. There was a question answered Rabbi Hafa, who I'm sorry, very familiar, he's somebody I look up to tremendously. He, um, someone asked about taking another job for money, and he said, at some level, money is very important. A, a home that runs in a very stressed environment, it takes a toll. He was talking about a job that would take more time and you'd be around less. He said, but you have to wait the other side. Where everything is tense, where every, where every dollar is an ASIC, it, it does create pressures and tensions that takes a toll also. So a person has to be able to make a cheshbar nefesh and say, this is not a luxury. This is normal for somebody my age. My, I can't work in the, in, the, in the mail room if they still have these things for the rest of my life. But do I need to push beyond? It, it's, it's a thing that needs to have a shigla das. Um, when is it normal and natural for a person to want to develop people? That's, and when is it super achieving and it's taking a toll on other things? No, no one answer. It's something that, that will always require and it's always good to have a rav that, that understands you and can tell you, you know, this is the right thing. This is the field you are. You can't be behind. Or, you know what? Baruch Hashem, you're in a decent place. It's mechobedik. You find that's okay. Pushing more is going to take away time. You're not going to gain. You're going to lose. You have less time with the kids. Less time with the kids. You'll have more money, but, but less of everything important. It, it's, it's helpful to find somebody you can have a... a, a it, it's part of the shigal thing, meaning if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're accomplishing in that area, are you supposed to just, as an ideal of itself, not just because you need to support your family? I mean, it's it depending, again, depending on the field, and depending, if a person really, it, it has a lot to do with gosh. If I feel, for instance, that the thing is, there are always there's these carpenters and neighbors, they're, they're the ones that are the popular ones, because when it does the job, it's done well, it lasts, it has value. A person feels, and usually a lot of times a person like that is, there's something like that that actually did a lot of stuff for me, um, and he's not a person that can sit still in one place and learn, but, but he's a person that everything he does, he does well, and and you and, and he gives people a comfort and knowledge that when he does something, it's done well, it's priced right, you know, there are things a person has to feel, has to be able to feel honestly, um, what's his honest agosha and what's what's the what's kind of dazzling him to lead him in a certain direction. Yes. What should a basement look like? <laughs> <laughs> I never had one. So. <laughs> um, you know, there is a certain area of minhago shalolam, and as long if it's a Torah society, and a Torah society has. Their instincts are in line with what's appropriate. I, mean, I think even by mitzvahs are overdone. You know, it, it, so it, you want the girl to feel good and proud to be a basis role. It's a mitzvah. If everybody has their friends over, having friends over is right. Um, I, I obviously don't think lavish anything's are, are, are appropriate. I got married on Friday afternoon in the yeshiva, and uh, <laughs> they, they, you know the. the I, you know, it, it, and, I'm, and believe me, it's, it's worked for 48 years. I, you know, I, 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 so I, I don't, I, 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 you know, I'm not a big fan of big thing. On the other hand, there is a certain, there's a certain level of within the range of norm. If every girl in the class has a $10,000 bas mitzvah 
and you want to subject her to a, a, a $1,000 estimate, it's, it's not fair. A, a child doesn't have the ability to cope yet. But if it's within the range of what's normal and the child wants more or the more glissy one, you can talk and explain, you know, there's, a, there's, there's what's valuable and what's important. It's a way to give over message and important. And it depends on the society. My father's been involved in that, but no, no, nobody in his generation had a bar mitzvah at all. He, 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 we came to America, he was an older person already. What do you mean bar mitzvah? You get an aliyah and that's it. You know, it's a, if, you, if you want to, you give, you give mashkut with lekach. But it was no bar mitzvah. And, and he sort of bar mitzvah, it, it was very. By the way, I didn't have one. My father gave me a choice. I can have a bar mitzvah, or he would take the money, which was $1,000, put it in the bank account, and I could go there to Israel when the day came. I chose that. I made that as well. So I'm, I'm uh, grateful for that opportunity. But not every child works that way. I'll, I'll tell you another story. I have a friend of mine. He's, he's very well to do, but he's a big idealist. And he told his oldest son that uh, his oldest son's name was Avrami. He told Avrami, I'll, do, I'll, put the, I'll take the money for you by mitzvah, put it in your account, and on your birthday every year, the interest you give out to the stock as you want. So the kid was a good kid. He knew it's the right thing. But on the other hand, he wanted a bar mitzvah. So he was like in a quandary. He said, you know, Abba, it's a great thing. But if you do it, people will think that you're weird. You don't understand how to make a bar mitzvah. For me, make a normal bar mitzvah. So they know that you know how to make a bar mitzvah. For the other kids, I'm sorry, what, what do you want to ask? So, so if I'm understanding correctly, the kids is that the child should understand the Hashibah. So. Correct. Correct. So as long as they, as long as you're able to communicate that to them, whether it's through a shindig or taking them there to Israel, correct, or, or taking them to to, to for ice cream, whatever it is. Correct, that correct. You want to communicate, and you want to press. You want to you want to stress the points. I, I, in general, you don't want to hold up ideals that are not shy to the child. You know, to to say that you should be like Rabbi Skanievsky, that's not. But you should find the points in the child that are praiseworthy. The things that they work to gain. You know, I saw the way you, I want to tell you some things, the way that you helped such a person, the way you were there for that person. Those are very valuable things. And as you grow, you'll have opportunities and challenges and so on. I, I'm not a chassid of speaking about people in front of them. I'm certainly not kids. I, I find that, well, I, I, I've never seen that, you know, that to show you have to be dead, somebody should say something nice about you. In America, so okay, the speaker's only, but for a mitzvah kid, a 30-year-old kid, but again, Raising, touching on the kudos that the child did do well and, and emphasizing this is the type of thing that, you know, I saw this occasion, this occasion, this really shows caring. Life is hard, there are many challenges, not always easy to be sensitive to other people and so on, but this is what we, yes, that's what you're trying to do. I, I don't want to keep that from lunch. It's a, it's a, you're not going to want to come back again. The, what, what time is, is, are you scheduled? What? 145. Okay, yeah. That's what she was No, what? So can you, like, is it supposed to be publicly that she feels the shelves, or, or more so privately to get the idea? In our, in, in our family, as my wife's family, the, in Israel, the minig was, it's a family type thing. An extended family. It's like the, the cousins and the close friends <laughs> it, it done in, a, in the house nicely, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, nice things. But, again, it's, it's, the context is home, Plus close friends. Oh, that was the they were context, and, and I don't. I think that that's a con, that's a way to go. For your like 
most of us here have lived in Cincinnati and don't have other family in Cincinnati, is making the Shabbos with family a little bigger, but the party with your friend, with friends, as everyone else does, is that something? So, so what, what do you mean exactly? So for example, you have large family, and they never come in. So you, you want them to come into the bat mitzvah, so you have to have to rent out the shul for, for your meal Friday night because you're not so as long as it has its sort of family, I think it is. I, I do think it's important to keep family together. And, um, you know, it, it, it was my in-laws were very, and, and we all lived very close to each other, physically, five, ten minute walk from each other, and, and, and there was always a lot of character. Hashkoch a lot is differently, and we have Leonhard and I kids living in nine different places. So, it, I, so we try very hard that to find an occasion when, as many families get together, it is, it is important to keep family. And yes, so as long as it has a tour of family with some friends, it's not a shinding. It's family. I think that that's important. When it comes to music, so nowadays it seems like the lines have been blurred slightly between English music and Jewish music. So it's a twofold question. Firstly, the, the Jewish music, which seems to be on the fringe of you know, borderline not Jewish music. So is that something which, sometimes the content of the music is actually better than some of the songs which are less fringy, at least in terms of the beat. Um, so question number one would be, what's the Rosh Hashiva's feelings about that? And then on the opposite side, so you have some English music, which is not necessarily, in terms of the content, is not bad content, but it is officially English music, what are the Rosh Hashiva's feelings about? So, it's, it's, it's more like the big picture. In other words, yes, a lot of the Jewish music is, leaves you kind of um, dissatisfied. But, but, but it, it's a genre of music that you feel is appropriate as a genre. And I remember, you know, it's not today, when, when my kids were young, so, you know, I, I, my, my, I liked old Hasidish and Gunim and Hatzik stuff, you know, and my kids, well, my kids say, well, that wasn't uh, safe. And there was one particular song that irked me. It was a kind of like a little bit of a, and it was like a, a beat or whatever it was, but it, it had a line, Shesh million bashoas, six million we lost in the show, something like that, along, along, you know, that type of, and, and I would point it out to the kids. I mean, is that the way to express that line? It was like, it was like a, I, I can't explain to it. it. It had nothing to it, no feeling. It was just kind of just a, 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 a beat. What? Yeah, nonchalant, nonchalant. And, and, and so, so kids are always, they would be always make fun. Today, they themselves are adults and they understand it. But, but at least it gives, a, it gives a circle and that's what it is. And this also has to do a lot with young people's taste, older people's taste. And as long as you occasionally speak and explain What's um, you know? What's good? What's not good? You don't have to make a sermon on it, but let the kids gain the sensitivity. <laughs> of you. English, like you said, Gaisha songs. So th- there may be songs that are nice, and songs that are not an offense at all. But it opens up a whole world of other stuff. You know, you you don't want to give a hash on particular items. So so you, you want to stick to things. So I think you're in a safer if you say Yiddish music and. You'll, and you can occasionally share your feelings. Hopefully, when they get older, they go to yeshivas, they go to seminaries, they'll pick up a certain sense of what it is. What about like instrumental? If it's just instrumental, I think that I think is okay. Uh, that, that uh, unless again, if it's a type of kid where he's going to want to go to concerts, it's going to schlep into the whole world. But if it's just instrumental and it's and it's classic music, I, I can't see what's wrong with it. So, 
Actually, this room over here, Eitan Katz was in yeshiva here four or five years. And when he left, he, this, we, there was a, was a Shabbos and a Kiddush, we made a Kiddush, he said goodbye. He said that he wants to dedicate his life to Torah music. Some like the Torah music. He says, what's Torah music? What's Prat Torah music? He said, there are ayyapanam latayra. Nigun is also a peerish. If the nigun is mefarish the words, that's a Torah nigun. If it's not mefarish the words, it's not a Torah This is, I was very taken by that Akdaris. Sometimes the nigun brings out an inner feeling in it, and then it's, uh, it's a very special. Motsi and Kippur, we have to get to get, you know, the, after, the, after the tainus, the Bachram eats something light, you know, and then we have a learning Seder, and then we have a Suda singing. It's a very, it's a, it's a very special moment. And we sing the Gunim from Yom Kippur, and there's one Nigan, um, it's, it's, it's one of the Piyutim, Ten Achris Lamecha. It's one of the Piyutim that you say between the Avoda and Asaru Gemalchus. It's usually done at breakneck speed because everybody is washed out in Avoda. You, you, you're getting Asaru Gemalchus, there's like a, a dozen paragraphs of Piyut about how wonderful things were when this minister was around, how terrible things are now, hopefully God will bring us back. That's the basic theme. And just, you know, and people say it without, it, it's very hard to put feeling into it. Um, Pelay, Eli Pelay made a few years ago on one of them, that is just out of this world. And so we sing it, Motsi and Kippa, and I tell them, take a look how, and, and it's very moving, everyone gets into it, it's a very powerful nigun. It, it, it's a simple thing, and it brings out the words, and the words, the words cry. It's incredible. And I said, that's the kind of thing that if you have the right thing for the right word, it opens up a world for you. And, and if, if they have these positive experiences, good money will drive out the bad, as they say. You know, I, I'm a big believer in 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 developing the good rather than answering the bad. It's you know, if kids get a schmack in learning. Other Yitzharas will, 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 will have a fighting chance. If you just focus on the Yitzharas, it's a same thing with music. If they're exposed to positive, if, if you take the kids to Skver, like we, they, over here they go on a trip once a year, the, the kids, certain grades go to, to Skver. If they have a positive, ruchnistic experience, it, then, then okay, at least they understand where good is and, and, and what should be seen as tolerable but not as good. Yeah. With the rise of anti Semitism. So two, two parts of the question. Is there appropriate establishments, for example, getting passports for family? Or guns. No, or guns. Um, <laughs> That's the passports. The second half is in being, again, focusing on the workplace. Is there a focus? So the workplace world in today's, today's focus is love and acceptance and, and embracing cultural sensitivities. So with that, is there a place to say, hey, you're, you're being culturally sensitive to so many, so many things, but when it comes to the Jews, then anti-Semitism is tolerable. Is there a place to put that on, or do, as a Terry Ashcroft, to just the, stay quiet? The question will always be, anytime you're arguing with somebody, will the person buy the argument? Um, I don't think, I mean, Indians are good, chassidim are bad. It, it, no one's ever checked the Indians, uh, you know, what they're learning in, in, in school and what they're not learning in school, but they're great. You know, when you come to Africa and you see kids and tribes, to say that they're not educated is terrible. How can you say that? It's a different type of education. So people, 
arguing with people will never, ever help. In my mind, keeping a low profile, at the end of the day, um, you just want to be able to sort of um, slip by. And the minute you have a high profile, so yes, there's no reason why I can't speak my mind. There is no reason. But speaking your mind will get people riled up. And that's why, you know, let me just do my thing, like exactly like Yaakov told Asaph. Thanks for the offer. It's really nice of you to be so brotherly and want to escort me. But, you know, it's a little hard for me. I'm not as strong as you. You move on. Someday we'll meet up. That, I think, is the best advice in these things. Best, what's going on? I don't know. I, I feel that, you know, I, I, when people say there's never been worse, never been this, never been that, I don't know. You know what? I, I have my memory. I have my father's memory. My father grew up in Europe in the early 1900s. I don't know. You know, is, is, is Israel a haven? Halavai. But there, there, are, there are these people called Arabs and, and Persians and Iranians, and they have guns. Should Israeli make a passport? I don't know. I, 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 I'm just, Hishtadlos within the getter of normal, I think, is to keep a low profile. And we shouldn't be in your face. And even if we earn the money and this and that, you have to be, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, that's the right approach. It's always been the approach. Keep a low profile. You don't. You don't rise up sleeping dogs. Um, I, I'm not. I don't know. Guns and this and that. You know. I, I don't know. I, I just feel it's, it's a certain overkill on that. What can I tell you? I, I don't know. It's. Uh, to what okay. extent you keep a low profile? Then you vote Biden because he's going to be less loud. Because you what? You vote for Biden because he's going to be less rousing Trump. Do you disagree with anything? But I think whatever you vote, why be public about it? So it has to be a cheshbon. Why you public? Because whoever you vote for, whether he'll like you or not, is a question. That the other person will not like you is 100%. So, so, so it, it, you know, it, 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 why be vocal? Um, and, and that's why you, you make the, these, parva, these parva comments are best, even though you always feel like, a, you know, kasap, like I always have to just put my head down and say, yeah, everything is wonderful and great, and we hope and trust and ideals and schmills and all that. That's what you do. You know, you, you keep a low profile and not the other zone. You know. Yeah. This may be this may be good advice for how to deal with your coworker. But what about our leaders when other people with a microphone say those things? It's a Lafia Indian. It depends. You want to know who to answer. The, 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 the worst thing you can do is react emotionally. Whenever you react emotionally, you, you react in the worst way possible. You have to ask yourself what are the type of states you want to make? How do you want to make them? People fret at diplomats, um, how they speak. But there's a reason like that. It, it's, it's one of, I, I don't want to go into politics, but. There's one of the reasons why Netanyahu is so much more effective. I'm not going to the politics. When he speaks to American audience, he understands the American audience. He's not coming with, I'm telling it the way it is. I'm telling it the way it is is wonderful if that's the end goal. But if you want to convince the other person, if, 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 when you're making a sales to somebody, you, you, so, Le Marshall, if, 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 if you're trying to sell something to somebody, trying to sell a stock or an investment, and the guy tells you it's bad and so on and so forth. So you have two choices. You can tell him as it is, you're an idiot. You lost so much money last year, you couldn't add up two and two if you had to. Listen to me, I'm so much smarter than this then. So you told him as it is. 
so you can feel good about that. But I assure you, you're not going to sell anything. <laughs> if you tell the person, you know, your points that you're making are really good points, and I'm glad you raised it. Somebody as smart as you will probably understand the real profit behind it. Whatever, whatever it takes. When you're selling something, that's how we talk. That's what we have to. We're surviving. We're a little. We're, we're at the end of the day. No matter how much powerful we are, Baruch Hashem. No matter how much Hashem gave us strength, we're vulnerable. It doesn't take much. We've seen it. We've seen it in 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 in, in uh, Germany. We've seen it in Russia. We've seen it in Israel. We've seen it in Poland. We've seen it in Lithuania. We've seen it every place. So, answering what's a smart answer instead of what's the, the what's a rash answer. Whenever you're talking on a public forum, you're not there to satisfy your emotional needs. You're there to say the things that will get the reaction you want. And that's, and that's very important. That's why when hear Netanyahu speak, he, he's a chacham. He, he doesn't tell them as it is. He tells them in the way that the person can hear. And, and that's a lot of chacham. They asked, when the, when the Amshan of a Rebbe was in, in, in Shanghai, he went to, he was for Tkuf and he went to so they went to Japan for 12 months, and the Japanese interrogated him, and they asked him, why is it that the Germans hate you so much? What is it about your people? He answered, he said, you know, I think it's because they think we're Asians, not Europeans. That's one of the brightest answers given. And, and if you would have started thinking about how they were showing Marurim, that, that, and, and all the Christians are showing him, said, where do you think would have gotten him? Wasn't that so much Chochmah? You know, so learning how to how to deal with it, with you going, you'll get by with chachma, and and it, and and the satisfaction of saying what 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 you want to say, you'll say You know, that's okay. So where, where are you going for lunch? Where's I'm going for lunch? Pastry. Pastry. It's a very good place. So. Uh, <laughs> what? I'm gonna try to see if I get.